Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And I have another one, great one, right for you today. Uh, I love music. As you see, it is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast. If you've been listening for any moment in time, if you even listen to a morsel of the, any of this podcast, you know that music is a very interesting element to set the vibes, set the mood, set the tone. And set the pace of what the conversation can go. So, I wanted to definitely kind of, you know, anytime I get the chance to talk to any, you know, musicians who are up and coming, who are people who they always have brilliant, brilliant points of view on just the world. But this is when I wanted to actually go to a musician and actually talk about music specifically. So, sit in tight, get your, you know, earbuds, your AirPods for, you know, for all the bougie ones, real nice and tight so you understand what's about to happen. I want to welcome everyone to the program, Nassan, Joseph. Um, what's happening? What's happening? What's going on? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm great. I'm blessed. Yes. I'm blessed, man. Like, you're from that, Te- that's the best answer I got. I love it. I love it. You're from Texas, right? Yep. H-Town. 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 Where it goes down. I feel you. I, I like Houston. I went to Breakfast Club when I went down there. I was down there for like... Uh, I was down there for work about two years ago, and I was down there for like two weeks, and uh, I checked out that Breakfast Club. Uh, oh no, it's the, it's the spot. It's 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 it. It was I was thoroughly uh, thoroughly pleased with the service, with the food. <laughs> I was like, yeah. people was people was talking it up to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna go at ten because they say it get busy. I'm pulling up yeah. at ten thirty. And I'm talking about I'm catching the early lunch rush. I'm like, y'all should be in work. Y'all, this ain't even. It don't matter. It like, don't matter what time. Like, it was ridiculous. It was already a line around the block. But even still, even if you got to wait, y'all, I'm telling y'all, go check out a breakfast club. I know there's probably multiple locations. I think it's one in the airport. Let's check out multiple locations of breakfast club in Houston. Um, I had the fish and grits, and it was lovely. And the lady who took my order Man. was just auntie-ish. She was just so warm and just like, baby, I'm gonna take care of you. I got you. This is your first time. Just sit on right over there. I'm like, girl, like see, what people what people want to see, this is what a lot of people like to do, right? A lot of people like to neglect Houston and just that that whole eastern part of that whole southeastern part of Texas mm-hmm. as the South. I don't know why they like to neglect Houston like that, but it is. It's the South, man. And and a lot of you know, a lot of the deep South folks, the deep Georgia folks. They want to try to they want to try to strip me of my southern roots. Yeah, I don't but, get you know, that. No, that's the that's that's the place, man. Houston is the place you get you get this, a lot of the same things that you get in Atlanta, which you know, you know we met, we met at CAU, and so it's it's a lot of that the big city feel, but still that that southern down home, you know, kind of hospitality that still that that homey feel. You know what I'm saying? 
I love it. I, lo- I need to go back. I definitely want to go back and, and do more because I feel like I was cooped up downtown and I just felt like I wasn't in the right spot to even check out anything. I was like, I feel like I had to go far as fuck to get to anything. Like, being downtown is not convenient. I don't care what nobody say. In most cities, Man, it's, it's really not that convenient. <laughs> it, people be want to live downtown in the city, but you be like, okay, where, where are you trying to go to? Where's the thing to do? I was like, oh, you got to drive like 20 minutes out. You got to do this. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like, fuck, you know? It ain't that many cities where the downtown is the lit part to be. Um, right. But no, let's get into this. So Let's talk about it. I know, I know, I know for a fact that you play, uh, you sing, you sing, but also you play instruments, right? I want to know yep. what instruments do you play? So I play guitar and I play keys. Mm. I'm trying to pick up the bass now, too, in my free time when I ever get some. But and how long right now playing? it's just guitar and keys. Let's see. I've been playing. I've been playing keys on and off since maybe I was like eight or nine. I started taking lessons and then. I hated lessons, and so I quit. And then I picked them back up again when I was in like middle, like middle school. And then I hated lessons again, and I quit. <laughs> and then once, <laughs> and then once I got to once I got to uh, to Clark, actually, that's when I started taking it uh, more seriously. I got myself a little keyboard. I was making uh, little videos in my dorm room, little. Uh, little singing videos on and po- posting them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then around the same time, maybe a year or two later, I picked up the guitar and uh, it was, it was funny. The the reason why I even picked up the guitar, you mentioned it before, um, you know, how I work with Felix and how great of an artist he is. The way we met was I was just playing around in, in my, in my dorm room, just, you know, trying to figure stuff out on my guitar. Posted it on, on Instagram. Felix hits me up and it's like, hey, I need somebody to stand in for guitar for, the, for this music video. And then from there, that's really when I started for real playing it because, you know, that that said to me, you know, people are looking for guitars. Mm. You know, and you go and you go where the you, you go where the market is, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I love music. I love music. I love instrumentation. Right? That that's I think that's what we what we've lost a lot of. Mm-hmm. But I mean we'll we'll get into we'll get into that. I'm I'm yeah. I'm going far, but you know, I, I I started playing those instruments. I love music. I love the essence of music, how it makes you feel. You know, that that's what music's supposed to do and that's that's where I feel most at home when I'm behind an instrument. Mm. Mm, I love it. I love it. So I would I have to ask, um, so now, right now where we currently are in twenty nineteen, day of our Lord. What <laughs> what 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 has captured you? What are the things that you listen to the most right now? Man. Man, I I know I'm not old, but I I'm I feel like I just can't keep up a lot of times. But no, it's a lot of shit uh, that come out. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not mad at you. That's a good answer. So 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 a lot a lot of my listening is you know trying to keep up with the with the trends of the industry. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, you know, I got my classics. You know what I'm saying? You you got to keep with the classics. You got to keep with like your music soul child. You know your uh, 
your your Jasmine Sullivan, mm. your Lauren Hill, mm. D'Angelo, like Neo Neo Soul. That's where I really started. You know what I'm saying? So all of those Neo Soul pioneers. Mm-hmm. That's where. That's where um, you know. That's where I I live as far as like my listening history constantly. You know, I've but heard. you know, a lot of time, a lot of times, it's, it's it's spent just trying to keep up. <laughs> yeah, like I, I remember last year, it was, seemed like literally every fucking Friday, it was like two to three projects that was coming out every Friday, Crazy. every week, and it was just ridiculous. Do you have you heard the? I've heard like a lot of different mixed reviews on like people who are who are put into that neo soul type of uh, genre that they didn't. I want to say welcome that, but it was kind of like just thrown on them, like kind of like the industry made up something and then they all yeah. lumped everybody else together. And um, what I've heard, I think it was a, um, a quote from um, from Jill Scott who was saying like, you know, we do all types of music though. Like we don't just do, yeah. you know, this, but it's like, I can only go on tour if, if Erica Badu is there. I can only go on tour yeah. if Raheem Devon is playing somewhere, you know? And I think, yeah, it's crazy how limiting, you know, it, it sounds, even though it's such beautiful music, even though I get why the industry might try to find a reason to create a label for something they felt was reminiscent of something of the past, but felt so new with the content of it was so new still. Um, yeah. But I would love to get into this conversation about something that I feel like people talk about very often now. Um, I think because of, you know, different media outlets and, you know, just entertainment media being something that is something that literally people talk about on a daily basis. Uh, and the one thing that I think is an interesting debate is when you talk about true musical talent and when people have star appeal. I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen the uh, there's this like I can't remember. I think her name is Naima something, but she she's a writer and she's on Twitter and she does these uh, musical sermons where she goes and she like highlights a specific thing in musical history. It may be a certain artist. It may be a certain genre of music. Usually it accompanies yep. with like a playlist. Have you ever seen one of those? Yep. Uh, yep. And she posted one thing about Phyllis Hyman <clears throat> and, and it, a lot of what Phyllis Hyman was speaking about the, like, the different rhetoric that she had throughout her career, especially once she started to really make a name for herself is that, you know, it really don't matter that I can sing. Like it really doesn't like, there's people who cannot sing, who just look good, who you can just pull off the street, you know, what they're doing with technology and synthesizers and everything like that. If you yeah. can just hold a note long enough, we can make this happen. We can make you a star, right. you know, as long as you don't sound crazy, as long as you look good, as long as you can, you know, follow, you know, be on your PR and and have this, you know, this kind of media training. You could be a star, you know. And I want to know what do you think about that when it comes to that having a pure musical talent, getting into the industry, and then you have the individuals who I think nowadays people are very conscious that they might have the look. They might have the following, yeah. but, you know, outside of music, like they, no one even thought they would ever do music. They were famous yeah. just from being, you know, good looking or famous for being funny or whatever it is. And then yeah. all of a sudden they kind of make that pivot to music as if music is truly that... I guess very loose thing that you can just jump into. Um, I would love to know what you think about that, man. So it's not a, it's not a popular opinion as far as what I think about that. And mm-hmm. 
it's trans it's it's trans it's a transitioning thought right so it's not the way i started thinking about thinking about that yeah like at the end of the day it's two it's two words it's two words put together right it's music business mm. you know what i'm saying it's it's the music business right so you you think about the way that you sell or buy anything right mhm you'll pick up you'll pick up a certain cereal you've never heard of just because the packaging is cool yes even if it's trash it could be doo doo o's <laughs> <laughs> but if that but if that box is dope you're likely to pick it up yeah. and then then it's on it's on the consumer you know it's on the consumer to then say yay or nay exactly but when when you think about when you think about, you know, people that have been successful in the industry and you, and you try to measure their talent and whether, you know, their talent is worth what you, what you pay for it or what the, what the industry has decided that it's worth. I know, I know that gets fuzzy, especially for creatives, people who, people who create and do actually have the talent it's a, it's a frustrating point and a frustrating crossroad to me, you know, and the, the thing that I've, that I've learned about being a part of this industry is that there's a certain amount of, of agility you got to have when it comes to bending and molding and shaping yourself to fit what the consumer wants or mm. likes. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, you're only going to do as well as the people like you. Damn. So if the people don't like you, you could sing Kim Burrell under the table. You're not going nowhere. You, you're going to be stuck in you're going to be stuck in your, your coffee shops and you're only going to go so far if yeah. people don't like you. And a lot of a lot of what we call star power is likability. Yep. And that's, and that, I think that's where, I think that's where people get confused on what that distinction is. Right. Yeah. They think star power is talent. No, star power is not talent. Star power is likability. How much do I like you? How much do I like your look? Right. How much do I like your music? How much do I like our interactions? with each other right if i'm if i go to a show and you're terrible but after I, after you get off stage you come up to me and you say oh thanks for coming out i really appreciate it and you make me feel good about that interaction i'm more likely to either come to another show or even check out the other stuff because maybe you just didn't perform your best stuff tonight and there might be other stuff that i might like but i'm not going to go go that far to check it out if i don't like you hmm. so that that's that's what star power is. Star power is about a presence and likability that all these, all these people that you would think you don't know why they made it because they're not talented. That's why they made it. That's why, that's why they were able to be at the top. Yeah. Not because of talent that you get there. It's because of likability and the relationships that you build with people there. Now, when you, when you, when you blend the two, right? When you blend talent 
with star power, that's when you get the superstar. Yes. I'm glad you went there with it because I was surely about to ask you that. Go ahead. That's when you get the superstar, right? That's when you get your Beyonce. That's when you get your uh, your Michael Jackson. That's where you that's where you get these folks from, right? When you meet the talent, when talent meets the the likability, like because because then, then what what am I what am I gonna as as a consumer? I, I can't ignore anything about you. Because the base, the base of what I want, which is the, the entertainment of the music, the, the sound, the voice, the lyrics, the, the music of it is phenomenal, and I like that. Plus, I like you. And I like you so much that I want to be where you're at, mm-hmm. right? I want to I wear what you're wearing. I want to eat what you eat. I want to do everything like you because you've presented yourself. This, there's this package that says, this is this is what it means to be. This is this is the ideal woman or the ideal man or, you know what I'm saying or the I, ideal weirdo or or the you know the, somebody something something about that person you can relate with and you love and you see yourself in right. Mm-hmm. That that's where that likability comes from. Where you, and you just think about that in the, in your everyday social context. Look, look at look at who you're friends with, right? You you know they they say you're you're like the closest people that you're around. Yep. So if I feel that if I like you and I feel like I can, I can be around you and close to you, that means I feel like I have things in common with you or there's things about you that I want to have in common with. Mm. So that's, that's, so it's not about the talent at the end of the day. As much as you, as much as artists and real musicians want it to be, it is not about the talent, and it is so unfortunate to to admit and to come. And it's hard to come to terms with yeah. and come to grips with because there's so many, there's so many great singers, there's so many great musicians, and who who think that you know it's it's gonna happen just because I'm good at this, and and that's just not the case. That's just not the case. It's a it's a combination of the combination of elements for somebody to make it from point A to point B. And uh, what people don't realize, the first thing is not talent. The first thing is like stability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That damn, damn. You really, you really laid that out. And that's something that that's a stance that I believe I kind of had on it when it just came to thinking about. So many different. I feel like there's so many good examples in the industry right now. You know, uh, when you think about people who come out with this kind of mega talent, but they do have this kind of allure to them. They still have this this way to get into the game. Like when I think about her, I think about how talented she is. She under you know she definitely seems like someone who you know appreciate musicality and has a beautiful voice, yep. beautiful writing style, all those yep. different things. But the fact that she chose to come out in this sense of anonymity, am- am- you know, like you don't know who the fuck I am. Just hear the voice. You know, it- it's like she she created this way to um, kind of make you not care who she looked like, care what the look is, and just listen to the voice and allow that to be so the viral is- moment. And it was, so I don't me, know, it was genius I'm a, I'm a stop. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, this is, this is where, this is where I, I, I disagree with, with that, that, uh, that viewpoint of the approach, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the, 
from that, the viewpoint of the approach is, oh, she wants, you know, everybody just focus on the music, which is, which is great. Her is one of my favorite artists, like, but literally one of my, one of the people on my list that I got to work with, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the, the strange psychology behind what she did and how it was successful. Cause you can look at, you can look at Sia and see how she used the same type of, um, the the same type of model, right? The ambiguity behind who the person is. Mm. There, that 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 model has existed already. So her is not the first person to that to to that battlefront. You know what I'm saying? So the the psychology behind that is it's it's where it's where the talent and the likability or the mystery meets. We as a people were curious. Right, so we first hear it with music. It, the, the typical way of, of hearing music is, it is. The typical way of, of hearing music is, um, you you hear it, right? You hear the music first, and then you see the person behind. You go and see the person behind it. With with her, you were constantly searching for who the person was. Mm. So there was this. There was this continuous search of who the person was and you only had to you, you didn't have to like every you only had to like one song True. right you only had to like one song in order to be curious capitalize off that curiosity and then the the picture and the package and the, uh, the packaging says let's focus on the music and that's what creates the likability mm. damn Okay. Right, okay. because because you're because the the average person, right? The average person is not famous. Very true. Right? So the so the so the average person can relate to somebody who doesn't want anybody to know who who they are or isn't known, their face isn't known, right? Or their name isn't known. We live in a we live in a society now that we're 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 cautious if our gender is known. Mm, true, that isn't that always right? so, check on the box now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there, there's her, and who is her? You know what I'm saying? So you, you, the question, once, once her is introduced to the market as this, this this just mysterious person. It's not about, it's not so much about the, how great her music is. So as so much as it is who is this person because i want to know who this person is this person seems like a very likable person i I want to get close to this Hmm. and whether whether that that draw to the person is through mystery or through through sheer admiration like people would admire beyonce or you know it admire rappers because of their opulence and how you know you know what i'm saying the, yeah it, it's it's about the draw to the person that makes sense and so so as as great as hers music is it's the mystery and the persona of her that makes her so successful mm. it's, I, I i wonder i wonder like so 
when it comes to that being very present within the music business, being that you do have to have some tact when it comes to rolling out your music, doing these certain things, I always wonder about certain artists because it, it seems like they have these very niche fan bases. Like, you don't know how many yeah. arguments that I've started by bringing up Tanache. Um, Cause like she definitely has a group <laughs> of fans, you know, and I'm not yeah. a Tanache fan per se, but I certainly am interested in how she moves throughout her career because it's very interesting to me because mm -hmm. it's like, I've certainly been in random rooms and people bring her up and how, how passionate some people who are fans of her speak about her music. But in the same mm -hmm. breath, what I always like to point out to them is like, it's like you guys are always trying to start your points about how people should be way more about Tanache and people should pay way more attention to her by talking about her older music. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, you know, saying like her old catalog was what kind of caught you. But I don't think you guys are noticing that you can't really talk about anything recently that's going to continue to keep that fan base and keep you growing with her. Yeah. And um and I was like and I was like I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the choices she making I don't know if she trying a lot I don't know if it's a team if it's a label I don't know what it is but it ain't really clicking and I don't really know if it ever will and I understand you don't want her to go nowhere I understand you want her to make it but I just I don't know if that's going to happen you know just just because of the way we are in the industry now I think it's like Right. They they're not going to save you if it's kind of like you're not showing no one's it's only a niche group of people who are really showing approved right. and looking out for you, like checking for them tickets. You know, they, you still got to be out here looking. People got to be looking for you. But I, I digress. Yeah. I wanted to get into an R&B conversation. Sure. The reason why I wanted to get into an R&B conversation is because um, I love R&B. Uh, I honestly grew up really only listening to R&B and soul uh, for large majority of my childhood because you know when you when you're young you don't control no damn radio so <laughs> so you so you're talking about my grandmother used to listen to so much johnny taylor so much blue so much you know so much uh soul and just a lot of old school things so and my mom was just the same way so r&b is certainly something that's way way you know deeper in my soul than any other genre of music and i think it's interesting it's interesting how, you know, I've heard, you know, individuals, people who are considered legends, people who are just considered, you know, just contemporaries in the, you know, the form of that genre who believe that, you know, R&B is dead or R&B isn't the same. R&B has changed. Yeah. R&B has left. And I love, love one of my favorites, probably literally one of my favorites of all time is D'Angelo. And when he came mm -hmm. out with Black Messiah, I remember people were you know, lauding him is like, oh, my God, this is a masterpiece. This is this. This is that. Real music is back. You know, real R&B, real this, real that. Yeah. Real t you know, and he interjected in all of this kind of, you know, banter and said, real music has always been around. It ain't never mm -hmm. left. You ain't looking for it. You, you just, yeah. you know, and I, so I, I'm a firm believer that it's here. It's there. It's, you just have to look for it. But I really want to know yeah. what you think about that whole notion of, of, is R&B really dead? Like, I really want to know what you think you know, about that. I, I, I'm of the same school of thought as, as a D'Angelo would be. I mean, yeah. it's there. Yeah. It's there. It's there. Like, if you, if you, want, the, if you want the slow jams, they're, they're there. You have your Kevin Rosses. You know, you have your hers. Mm -hmm. There's Jasmine Sullivan still here. 
you know what I'm saying? There, there's still, there's still people there. You, you have your Ari Linux. You know what I'm saying? You, there, the, it's the way that music is dispersed these days, right? There's, there's a pocket of music for everyone. Yes. Right, and that's 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 come with the the, the streaming age. There is a pocket of music for everybody. So whether it's house, EDM, rock, soft rock, metal, pop, uh, hip hop, pop, pop, fusion, jazz, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's so many different variations in in sectors and and quote unquote genres of music. Oh yeah. Right. That that are around and there's there's something for everyone. Now what if you're talking about from a from a popularity standpoint and you're looking at what's being played on radio that's you know that that's that's left up to the big players, right? So that that's left up to the to the major labels and it's it very very rarely does something start from completely completely independent Right with no with no help or big push from the big corpse. So I think a lot of times when people say it's dead, they're looking at the mainstream. Right, they're looking at what's being played on radio, what's what's you know what what is the most popular billboard, whatever. And if you're if you're an artist and if you're a musician and you're a part of the industry and you want to be successful, yeah, you want to be on those charts, you want to be in those spins, and you want to do all that, you know what I'm saying? So, but as a listener, as a listener and a, and a consumer of music, what you want is there. Exactly. And it's being, it, it, and it's being created every day. You, you're just not looking hard enough for it. And it's not even that it's a, it's a deep search to find. What you're looking for is right in front of your face. They have playlists for 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 people, curated playlists specifically for individuals. If you want late night slow jam R and B, there is a playlist that you can just go to, type it in on Spotify, and then it'll it'll have a curated playlist just for you. You don't even have to look for the music. You don't have to look for it. Mm. That's that's the great thing about our technology about how we've infused technology into music. We don't have to go anywhere to find what we want to listen to. Exactly. Get your, you, you have your phone in your hand all day. You're in front of the internet or something all day. If you want to turn on, if you want to turn on some old school D'Angelo, or if you want to listen to some, uh, to some daily, daily <laughs> it's there. Daily is this kid. He's good. So he, I know it I know it it's it's hard to see from from those who aren't looking for the music, but it's very clearly there, and even when you look at the transition of of genre it's like right neo neo soul from for a lot of old heads when neo soul first came around it was it was too it was too much it was too much hip hop influence yeah for for a lot of old heads when neo soul was coming up. This is, this is cause folks were saying this is not soul music. This is not this is not uh, classic R and B that mm-hmm. we're that we're used to. No, mm-hmm. there there was 
you have you have Lauren Hill who is rapping bars, spitting, and then we go into singing Zion, mm-hmm. putting all the runs and everything in it. That that that's that's modern day trap soul. True. Like so, the we're not doing anything different today that than we already that we haven't already been doing. It's just people people just don't like change and that's in, in, innate, in, innate in human nature, right? So the people who you hear that from aren't the ones who are driving culture. They're the ones who have already had, already have a certain culture established or a certain like or perspective established on what music should be yeah. when it comes to genres. Mm-hmm. And then once it starts changing because the the listener base is changing, right? The culture is changing. Set those people out the loop. So when you hear those complaints, it's never from the people who are actually driving culture. It's from the people who are transitioning from one culture to the next. True. That's very true. That's very true. But, you know, I wonder, like, because I, I, I love, you know, I love how we have, you know, these specific things that we can kind of label so that it's easy for us to find. But what do you think about the conversation about, you know, when it comes to genre, genre bending and how, like, you know, so much now because, you know, we are at a point to where, you know, we can reach back and listen to so many different types of music that we can truly be influenced by so many different things that have came before. Like, we've seen everything Mm -hmm. be flipped. We've seen songs that, you know, you would have never, songs that were in a, so far gone left different genre that's been you know intertwined into something that uh something that has became soulful something that used to be very kind of you know chaotic and very sonically you know abstract is now being brought to you know have a different type of feel to it um and just the way that people are singing over as well just different styles of those different things uh i feel like people are really playing with a lot um, and I think there's so many artists now who you can't just really throw into a certain box. You know, you can't really just say yeah. that they are this traditionalist on a form of, you know, this or a form of that because they, they're reminiscent of a lot of different things. You can tell they're really pulling from a lot of different things. They have a very sh- strong array of uh, creative influences. What do you think about when it comes to the whole just thing of like certain about genre bending first? Tell me what you think about that. And then about if genres really should exist, should people kind of just consume music in whatever way they feel and, and not be feel so pressured to, to tell people like, well, I just only right. listen to, you know, R&B or rap or whatever, you know? Right, right, right. So it's, so I think it's, I think it's both, right? Mm-hmm. I think, I think you need genres to that kind of direct people, not even really direct people, but yeah. Give give folks a frame of reference as to what they're listening to, mm-hmm. right? I, I think I think genres are important in that in that realm, and it's it's just like if you were to say that you're taking away you're taking away the the structure of a live of a library when it comes to books, like yeah. you, you're not gonna put you, you're gonna put Juno B. Jones and um, National Geographic right next to each other, right? It, you you need you need you need that kind of category. Yeah, you you need that category categorization so people at least know where to look, right? Um, and that I think that's what John, the genres are meant for. It's not really meant for to, to pigeonhole folks or to yeah. put it in a 
put, put people in boxes. It's this is where you go if you want to listen to something that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what genres are, are meant for today. Yeah. Right. Um, in the same token, right to your to your point, we're hearing we're hearing things that hearing things remixed that we never thought would be or could even fathom how they were remixed. Right. Ariana Grande just did Seven Rings, which was a remix on a Christmas song. Yeah. Right. Of a, a favorite. A, these are a few of my favorite things. Right. So that's and, and it's a it's a Billboard number one hit. Exactly. So. So to 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 that point, and it and it's a, it's a hip hop, and it's she what she took Soldier Boy's flow on that same song. Yeah. Like so you put so you put you took the flow of of Soldier Boy and a Christmas song, and put them in the same song. Mm-hmm. Like from from that, but it's it's a great song. So from the from the aspect of genre mixing and just music in general is always a representation of the time. Yeah. Right. We we live in such a dive. We live in a more diverse time than ever before when it comes to race, gender, you know, uh, sexuality, true, uh, political belief. Like every everything is more diverse. That's just the that's just the way of our world as it stands currently. And so to try to get away from that, you're you're a, it, it's you're you're. I mean, it's a it's a classical it's a classical kind of school of thought when it comes to looking at genres if you don't like the mixing of it. Yeah. Right. Because you remember, remember way back when, right. How excited you were when you're, when two of your favorite artists collapsed, man, when you think it, when you think about it that way, right. Especially with the remixes, with the remix, with the air, like with the air of the remix Mm. and you, and and you're bringing that's, that's what the remix is, right. You're Mm -hmm. bringing two separate entities together to create something greater true and that's that's what the genre mixing is now it's not always executed greatly (laughs) right it's not always executed greatly and you know a lot a lot of times there's you know there's sensitivity around you know cultural appropriation and who's allowed to do this and why is why is this white girl over here spitting a 16 you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of that. so there there's always there's always that sensitivity and there's always going to be there's always going to be a little bit of that no matter you know no matter how we transition through life through time through music there's always going to be somebody who who looks at the past and thinks that it's better you have these romanticizers of the past and that just comes with that that's not just a music thing that's a every that's with every portion of life you have people who romanticize the 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 past and how it was greater and i would say to them there's there's no way that the past can be greater if you're if you're a different person right you're you're not meant to stay the same true very true nothing is meant to say that nothing is meant to stay the same very true so if you think your past if you think your past was greater than your present and what your future possibly could be that is a, that is a very sad that is a very sad and tragic thought. That's because that means it's a lot of people that, like that. That that means there's life. Life is done for you. You might yeah. as well just kick the bucket now. Yeah. 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 That old that so old if, shit is crazy. Yeah. So if if you're if you're constant if 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 you're of the mindset that the past was better. And that the future is trending towards worse and worse and worse and worse, 
you might as well just kick the bucket now. Mm. Excuse me if there's any like, you know, background noise. I'm out in in the open oh, no, <laughs> currently, but uh, but yeah, that, that you might as well just kick the bucket if if you think the past is just so much greater and that you'll never get back to it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I personally um, am all for. I'm, I I love music, and I think you know I go to what what I feel, what touches me. And there's certain things that sometimes just are, just just that just works. It's kind of like I'm not about to sit here and try to question like, damn, do I now like, you know, country now? Do I now like, yeah. <laughs> like if you love the sound, if it made you feel and the emoted the feeling that it might not even been on purpose to emote, but you felt something within this just because it was made, um, then that's that's a song that you should you know say a song you should stream song you should download and buy. Yeah, um, I think it's just yeah. that simple. I think you know we because music is such an essential thing to life uh, and it's something that we don't have to be taught it's just something that we already kind of come into the world to know um i do yeah. believe that you know we don't have to complicate it you like you like what you like try you know listen to new things explore new things you know you know try those suggestions that you know you see all the time just go and listen you know truly go and listen um but i do i do want to know uh lad i guess kind of my last question for real it's because you said something earlier about, like, playlist, right? And yep. um, and I think, you know, I, I studied marketing in school. And one thing that, you you know, that they teach you in marketing as a whole is that, you know, to approach, you know, certain kind of, like, advertising and how to present certain new products into the market, um, it's usually you have to think about it as if we're always the ones who are providing the options. We're the ones who are always yep. going to create what is to be bought, what is to be liked, what is to be disliked. Um, so with that thinking about, you know, from a business aspect, when we're talking about music, we know, we know from just sheer fact of just how how well and, 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 and inquisitive the internet is that there are so many different tactics to kind of, you know, leverage the visibility of certain songs and, all these different things, you know, you hear things about streaming farms and shit. Now you hear a lot yeah. of stuff, right? But playlist and like streaming farms and just the tactics that you can use on certain, you know, DSPs where you could like take over the whole front, you know, front, you know, page of the uh, DSP, um, all those different tactics. Do you believe that, you know, in today's day that, you know, people are still, able to keep their own individual taste or is the taste truly being curated for them to choose from? I mean, of, of course you do, right? Mm -hmm. Of course you have, have your, your own, you have your choice, yeah. right? This is not a, it's not a musical monarchy out here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there, there is the, the playlist and things are curated for a, variety of taste is is to make it's to make the the selection process easier because there's such a breadth of 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 content mm -hmm. we live in the we live in the content area yeah in the con excuse me not area era right we live in a content era where every day we're flooding we're flooding the internet with content we're flooding the internet with music videos movies uh skits you know stand stand up specials, podcasts, 
right? Mm-hmm. We we live photo sh- like we live in the content era. So the 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 point of curation is to play is is, is to play the 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 medium between the consumer and uh, and the content creators, right? So how to how does a content, let's look at it this way. How, how does a content creator know where his audience is? Unless there's a pool of them, right? All in one area where they can drop their content and see how that pool of people react. Yeah. That makes sense. Right? So, so if you, if you're a content creator and say my content that I'm creating is photographs, I'm a photographer, so I that, that's what I do. I take pictures. What do I? How do I know that the audience that I'm dropping my content in isn't video watchers, right? How do I know that they're not um, audiobook listeners or podcast listeners? How, how do I know, right, that the that the content that I'm creating? How do I know my audience? And so that's what the the curation part of it is. It's the it's the meeting the it's meeting the content creator, so the musician, right, to the listener. So it's your, it's whoever's the fan of the R and B, who's ever the fan of, of of pop or house or country that's gonna be that's gonna listen to your country music. But how does the how does the country how does the country music listener know how to find the country artists and how does the country artist know how to find the country music listener? There has to be a mutually agreed upon place for those two for those two people to meet. Right? And it, and we're not buying we're not buying CDs anymore. Exactly. Right? You know the the way that and that, that goes back that this this goes back to the whole genre creation and keeping of genres thing. Right. This goes back to that. How do we how do we find what we're looking for? Mm -hmm. Because you can just put everything that's ever been downloaded to Apple Music on shuffle and hope you pop up with something. (laughs) And then try to cure, try to curate on your own off that. Of course, you still have that that opportunity to curate, curate your own. But, you know, that's. That's that's completely and solely up to to the person. I like that. I like I like that take. Uh, it was certainly a devil's advocate question because I believe I've feel like I listen. To, I've almost all the music that I find that's new now, I get through playlists. So I'm yeah. extremely pro playlist because it's, and I have so many friends now who like make playlists, share playlists, all types of stuff. So I do think it's a vital way people to you know spread the love catch the vibes and also uh be inspired to you know possibly work with these other individuals like you might not have ever even thought of you know when these big playlists come out obviously i definitely have seen some very well curated ones that vibe so well with each other it's like damn these two need to get to know each other like the way this one kind of went into that one was like perfect you know and exactly. I don't know if they're in the same circles. I don't even know if they know each other, but they need to connect. They need to connect, right. connect, connect. And I really would love right. to see that. But um, but before I let you go, <laughs> before I let you go, uh, <laughs> I want to play a game with you. And that game. I was, go ahead. I was, I was saying, what's the game? 
the game and, and, is, I, and I, I don't mean to cut you short, but I got to get back to to this thing. So I don't know if there's a abbreviated version, but I love to play the game. Let's yes, do it. it is abbreviated game because um, you only got to choose one. This is one and got to go. Now, I want you to give me <laughs> a quick reason, and then we can, you can give me uh, how people can follow you, and we can close out. So the t- four Let's choices are Stevie Wonder, and it's meant to be unfair and, like, I guess, you know, hard, I guess. Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, Marvin Gates, legendary, uh, one got to go, obviously, and Al Green. One has to go. You got to tell me why. Al Green. Mm, and wow. this is a very, yeah, I know that was that was mad fast, but Al Green, just because I know everybody else's music more, that, that don't got nothing. <laughs> that's, 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 as, that's as simple as it gets. That, that is as simple as that one gets. No, I feel I, that. I, I, I know I, I know a lot of that that talent and, and that music is equatable across the board, so it's not taking nothing away from Al Green. But I, I don't know Al Green's music like I know Van Dross, Marvin Gaye, and Stevie. No, nah, I'm That's, with you. you know what I'm saying. That was mine too. <laughs> that was mine too, coincidentally. Uh, but no, tell people, tell people how they can follow you, how they can support anything that you do, um, any you know anything that you do. I would love for you to share. Yeah, man. Um, so, one, thanks for having me on your platform. I appreciate it. It's you, always man. great to, always great to connect with with friends and brothers in the, in, in this whole content creation community. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yes. Uh, so you can follow me at Nasan Joseph. That's N I S A N, J O S E P H, and that's on that's on everything. And then also follow my artist. At Felix Music, that's F E L I X X Music. He just did the four with Diddy. He has some great records coming out. We just did a record together. Um, it, we we got some, you know, we got some good stuff coming up. So make sure you follow him and all his movement. He he's he's the next one up, and and that's that's how you can best support me is by supporting him. Oh, that's love. I love that. <laughs> that's love. <laughs> But no, no, I appreciate you, bro. I really do. And I'm um, certainly going to support both of you um, in all the things that you do. If you don't know, now you know you can listen to the Soulfully Conscious podcast called Simply King. Everywhere podcasts are available. Um, I appreciate y'all. Make sure you support, support your, you know, the local musician. If you if you can support the big one, support the one that you know who's out here pushing music because it doesn't make any sense for you to fan out when you got your, you know, your person who is showing, approve, they're doing the work, they're getting better and better. Check them out and support their work as well. Um, but I thank you Absolutely. all. Thank you all for listening. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry. And this is Simply King. Peace. I thought you was the one once again, but I was wrong. I was-